The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who has stated an intention to defy a congressional subpoena, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Brown Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And it's been kind of quiet um, since the, the last episode. I know. Uh, it was one of those interesting times where I'm like, ooh, an episode that I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I can listen to like a normal person. And it was like, it was cool. I, there was some very interesting stuff revealed. And it's like, oh. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. I just miss having you on when there is a guest, because as I've told you, and I think I've mentioned on here before, you are a much better interviewer um, than I am, and yeah. It, and I, all I, I consider that is because I listen to far too much uh, NPR and have, have, you know, Terry Gross is my sole animal. <laughs> well, that and you actually write down notes and questions and <laughs> I probably should do that. Um, well, and I also come at it a lot of times from a point of view that I know less about the subject. So I, I, I get curious. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, what about this? What about this? How about we come at, or even if I do know, I'm, I, I try and be aware of the audience and sometimes people, you know, yeah. don't know certain things. And it's like, and I try, but, but that's that, but, we can yeah. always, but why was, uh, I think it was just busy. Things were going on. It's like, yeah, this <laughs> Sunday's not working for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Had conflicts in life, but yeah. it, Bravo was willing and available. So mm-hmm. yeah, had him uh, hop on and it worked. Yeah. It sounded good. Uh, no, that's right. No, I had, oh, it was family stuff. My, there's a surprise birthday party for a family member that I got invited to the week before. I'm like, eh, I should do this. It's 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 an it's it's an elderly relative, and how many more surprises are, are in their future? It's like let's not have regrets about this. And it was a lovely time. I you know talked to lots of family members, people I don't normally see, and definitely haven't seen around COVID, and so so it was it was a good time. If I had recorded, it would require me to record while I was at home. So uh, my, so my mom would have heard at least my half of it. Uh, yeah, and that would have, uh, yeah, that would have made life really interesting. I think and, for the uh, most part, no, I would have just been yeah, throwing in questions, and she'd be like, "What's that about?" And it's like, uh, things that people, <laughs> things other people do, pumping. What? Huh? Pump? There's yeah. Too many. Too many, there's too much, too many accessories for, for me to casually get into that. It, it is an investment. Um, that's, yeah. that's why you have friends who do it and you, you let them do it to you and say, okay, what's this about? Oh, that's pleasant. <laughs> or, oh, that's not for me, but hey, yeah. it, it, it was interesting to try once, maybe yeah. twice to be sure. You're like, hmm, well, perhaps not again. Yeah. Kind of like my, uh, my dad, when I was growing up, he was into 
sailing and he got into it the best way possible. He knew somebody else that owned a sailboat. <laughs> so yes. he, he had all of the fun of yeah, going out on Lake St. Clair and s- sailing around and none of the responsibility. You know, they uh, <laughs> so, it's, it's like it's like being an uncle or having friend kids, you know, friends who have kids. It's like, okay, you can do cool things with them and then it's somebody else's problem like okay bye <laughs> time for me to go home <laughs> or or having a fuck buddy who has a, a a husband and family so it's like you have good times and then it's like okay i i don't i don't have enough space in my life for the emotional needs of a, a another person let alone myself so let's <laughs> have some fun and i can be there in case but mm-hmm. you've got some primaries who deal with that <laughs> Right. You know, we, we just have a good time and enjoy an mm-hmm. orgasm or, or two and then say, hey, that was fun. Let's do it again. Hmm. But <laughs> but speaking of orgasms, no, there's, I mean, other than self-afflicted ones, they've not been many of these this past month. So I, have, I don't have too much gossip to report other than the fact that I am now uh, back to being a Truvada boy. Uh, All right. Mostly um, uh, philosophical reasons. Because when I started seeing doctor regularly again, yeah, he put me on Discovy because Discovy, you know, is better in many ways. And, but then I'm like doing the math and thinking how much the pills cost per, and okay, they're not costing me anything, right? but, but it's not like those costs, you know, the insurance companies are not just going to say, oh, we're making less profits because of all this and just be fine with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they will make sure somebody pays somewhere. And right. probably, you know, indirectly through premiums and such. But, uh, but also, I mean, just from a, you know, I, I, my, my joke is I'm too much of a socialist to uh, uh, deal with. Uh, I, you know, I'm allergic to expensive drugs. But if it was life-saving, you know, you need this shot for $100,000, otherwise you die. It'd be like, okay, thank you, science. Uh, right. Hope, hopefully we'll figure out a way of... Uh, 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 Pay, paying for that at some point, hopefully. But uh, no, in this case, I realized it's like, yes, HIV is, you know, it was a scourge for us when we were, you know, growing up. Uh, it's just frightening and just did so much damage to our community and so many people that, oh, there's a way to stop that. Yes. Well, thing is, though, I had a way of stopping that before with condoms and I was very fastidious about condom usage and, and doing that. And then oh, with prep, it's like, cool. And I realized that for me, uh, I take prep so I can bear back. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. It's, I'm, I'm, I mean, there's the safety concerns, but you know, if I'm really concerned about safety, I'd be just doubling up and prepping and using condoms. Right. Or I just abstain because, you know, sex is fun, but it's not that big a part of my life. And if it was really a matter of like, well... <laughs> Do, do I need to? I'd be like, eh, no, this is yeah. a good excuse not to. <laughs> so I know for myself personally, it's mostly about relaxing, you know, the condom usage. And for me, it's like 77 bucks a day that someone is paying for that. I'm like, eh, for me. Yeah. Uh, so I said, hey, throw me on Truvada. I had no problem with it before. Uh, and I've been taking it for uh, monthish now, and yeah, it hasn't. I haven't had any side effects, so it it works for me. 
Yeah. I mean, and also I feel more justified. Like I said, when I was on the Discovery, I only took it when I knew I was going to have, you know, some fun the next week. It's like, okay, give me, give me a week to start popping these pills so I can have a therapeutic amount in my system so we can have some fun and I'll yeah. pop for a few more days. But then I'm like, eh, that's, I, I think like I said, uh, there's a friend who I had some fun with at a group session and every so often he like hits me up on grinder and it's like, Hey, and finally, you know, but he's, he's weirdly coy about stuff. I'm like, he's like, Oh, I'm really horny. I'm like, okay, well I can help with that. And then radio silence. I'm like, okay, what's going on? But uh, what did happen was uh, this, you know, he's like, eh, horny. And, uh, you know, and it's like, well, you know, I've always on the table. And it's like, I just need a little, give me a little uh, warning. And uh, he's like, well, how much warning? And I'm like, a week. And that was, I think, a deal killer for him. He was, yeah. he, was <laughs> he was wanting a bit sooner. And it's like, well, can't do that. But now, in theory, I could, at least from the... Uh, the the, the uh, pharmacological point uh from a housekeeping point it's like oh i still might need that week to clean up <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so yeah there, there's that too but uh you know it, it's the, the freedom of being able to just do like if something arises is like being able to act upon it it's like yes so i feel comfortable you know popping the truvada every day even if i'm not having any plans for anything coming up when I went back on the Truvada, when I got my health insurance back, for a bit, I was having um, tendon issues in my mm-hmm. legs, mm-hmm. Um, which I, I don't know if that's just weird timing or if that's a known side effect of it, but that's that cleared up after, I want to say, two weeks. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been tolerating it pretty well, and yeah, it's just a matter of yeah remembering uh, to take it because mm. you know maybe I still have some ADD or I'm just you know all sorts of stuff around in my life. But yeah, I need visual reminders of you. You know, hey, you haven't taken your pill today. You you need to take your pill. Um, so yeah, I am I am not great when it comes mm. to. Uh, drug compliance. Oh, yeah. For me, I work into the routine, so it's like the first thing I do when I get up because I'm also on a thyroid medicine where you can't eat for the next half an hour. So it's in my best interest if I want to do any uh, breakfast to as soon as I'm up, I pop my vitamins and then take the the one of four pills that I get to take. It's like, oh, because that was also... um, I'm I'm now on cholesterol medicine because my cholesterols are up and and as as my doctor put it, you're not losing any weight. We're putting you on drugs. <laughs> it's like you know that is a fair assessment. Fair, fair. and it's it, it's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, speaking of thyroid, um, so getting into to roll into the gossip. I spent yesterday with um, Pup Bravo and George. At, mm-hmm. at Bravo's place. And Bravo really likes watching Food Network. And um, I enjoy it. It's, you know, it, it's wonderful video wallpaper. But yeah, the commercials that were on, um, every single commercial break was another thyroid treatment. And, oh. you know, th- this new biologic treatment whose side effects 
include sudden cardiac arrest, reduced eye bulge by an average of 15% in, mm. in patients. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm sure that cardiac arrest was pretty, hopefully very low, you know, it's, yeah, it's not like and, oh, your eye bulge goes down 15%. Oh, but you have a 70% increased chance of dying. Yeah, like, no, not so much. And also, oh, yeah, you need to monitor your blood sugar while you're on this, even if you aren't diabetic. It's one of those. Well, um, yeah. Speaking of like, well, ads or coincidence, I mean, I, I'm hoping it's a coincidence or I can read a bunch into it. Since I've been on Truvada, mm -hmm. on Facebook, I suddenly get all these ads about join this claim. Have you been injured by Truvada? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I get that too. Started, oh, no. Did it start at the same time that you went on it? Uh, no, it started. So I've been on it for, yeah, I'm, I'm coming up on my first refill in okay. a week or two. So yeah, this only started in like September. So. Okay. So, I mean, I was going to say, it's like for mine, it, the, as soon as I was on it, I started seeing these. I'm like, that's curious. It's like, I know there's HIPAA and all that, but you know, there's also other ways the information gets to the, the right, right. Oh, they're on Truvada. Let's show them this. But that could just be my good old paranoia. And this is just good old fashioned coincidence. It's like, Hey, yeah. Or, you know, it had been there and just hadn't risen to the level of attention. Um, or certain companies are like, we, we don't want as many people going on the, the generic as possible. So let's make sure <laughs> they know that there are increased risks. Again, that's my, that's, oh. that's my uh, conspiracy theorist brain going. It's like, oh. it's usually about more, you know, long lines of, hmm, is someone making it possible making a profit? Or actually, my trouble is my conspiracy theories are ones, if I were in charge of a drug company, what would I do? And this is why it's good that I'm not in charge of a drug company. <laughs> I'm yeah. not too sure. I'm, I'm yeah, probably ethically challenged when it comes to uh, certain things. And it's like, good thing I do not have the power. Uh, another uh, amusing thing that I caught um, uh, on, on the way back home from Bravos, I found myself behind a van that needed a new muffler and it had a vanity plate. And the vanity plate was Psalm 95. I'm like, okay, let me look that up when I get home. Let us make a joyful noise unto the Lord. <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right, you're on brand. <laughs> well, or depending on which lords you're worshiping, you know, the gods of the highway probably love to hear loud cars. Uh, but no, so you, uh, so other than watching food commercials, yes. uh, I, I take it you guys had some uh, fun fun. Yes, we, we had some fun fun. George is spending the entire weekend um, with Bravo. Uh, pick, uh, Bravo picked him up Friday night, and it's returning him home later uh, this Sunday. But yeah, so yeah, basically the first hour was just lovely cuddling on the couch. A lot of hugging and kissing and slow body contact. And then um, the uh, rim seat was just right there. And I was like, hey, George, hop on the rim seat and um, let me show you my special techniques. <laughs> uh, and he, yeah, from, from the report from uh, Bravo afterwards of how hard and dripping he was, he, he really enjoyed it. Um, and, yeah, was warm enough in there and he was relaxed enough that I was able to pull off for a moment and take both nuts in it, both of his nuts in my mouth and give them 
gentle tonguing and maybe slightly less than gentle chewing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seem to enjoy that uh, too. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and then we went down uh, into Bravo's basement where he has his sling set up, and I, um, after wrapping Bravo's nuts nice and tight with, I think it was a hundred feet of paracord, mm-hmm. um, you know, to pull them out, stretch them out, squeeze them down. Um, yeah, I taught George some basic fisting techniques um, on him, and you know what to feel for in bravo and Mm -hmm. you know the way he works and you know the general tips being be slow and intentional with all of your movements um and it's the rings and the openings that are the sensitive spots in general i mean there you can also find other nerve bundles here and there but in general you want to be when you're in there, you want to be feeling for, okay, where is that next opening? Mm -hmm. Where, where is that next muscle ring? And that's generally where you want to focus your attention. If you're not just, you know, only into the wrist and just intentionally working on the prostate and the hole. Um, So yeah, gave him a pleasant education on that. Then uh, swapped out and said, um, yeah, not so much here, watch, but I'm like, no, it, it's it's uh, Sarah Kane's turn to uh, work Bravo's hole. Um, and yeah, uh, right in. We were able to uh, make progress and, and get in deeper. And yeah, Bravo said that, yeah, I'm, I'm touching new areas. And he is looking to um, upgrade one of his depth toys mm-hmm. to uh, the next size up, which is both wider and longer. Um yeah, it's a toy called a spike, which is kind of like my slink, um, mm-hmm. but firmer. And it has kind of a sawtooth to one side. So you've got, you know, bumps on it. So that feels interesting when sliding in and out, as opposed to mm-hmm. just the smooth increase in size with the slink. Um, so, yeah, he's looking at getting that. He's also looking at getting um, kind of an abstracted knotted toy. So you've got a relative, relatively thin, relatively, it's the, the width of a Coke can uh, that then bulges out um, before, um, you know, dropping down to the neck and the flared base. Um, so, yeah, he, he's looking forward to that. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, got, got him there, got him off. Uh, and then back upstairs for pizza and more cuddles. And <laughs> that was fun, but... Uh, yeah, I, I need to take Doc's uh, recommendation on cutting back on the salt a lot more seriously. Because when I was done with the pizza and the breadsticks, I was like, oh, I can feel this. Th- <laughs> this is not a pleasant feeling. Um, yeah, need to. Uh, yeah, need to not do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I've, I uh, yesterday. Um, it was the, the running club had a run and you know i'd say the trail itself was about three miles so mm-hmm. nothing long and i pretty much mostly walked it but it was walking to it which was a couple miles and a couple miles back because we're going to be drinking some and i'm like eh, mm-hmm. if i can without driving if i can do without driving for a full day that would be cool and i did but that that was my day i mean we we met at 
two. And then we had food afterwards. And then you know, I'm, I'm coming back home and it's about eight or nine. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm spent. I'm going to just sit in my easy chair and doze off. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, so it's like, Oh, I have other things I want to do. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to nope. do them today. <laughs> nope, they're, they're yeah. not going to happen today. Those dishes, that laundry, those piles of books and papers, they'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, f- funny how they, they never seem to go away on their own. Uh, no, but but they need to. That's that's the hope today. After we're recording and I take care of a couple things, I'll, I'm, I'm entrenching myself and hopefully making the apartment comfortable for me it, it it's gotten to that ro- thing where it's like okay i don't even want to be here it's there's just too much clutter and it's it has, hasn't gotten to goat trails through the piles of boxes yet but it's approaching that i and i can see that over the horizon it's like oh this, oh, ooh, I, this yeah yeah need to make a minor course correction before we end up yes end up there and uh, uh more gossip uh that mm-hmm. just coming in uh, Bravo has been sending me pictures of he, he got George in one of his uh, vacuum tubes and uh, got oh. him pumped up. And based on the pictures and the amount of cum, uh, it looks like George really enjoyed it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is happening real time uh, is it this morning or yes, th- this morning. Um, OK, so, yeah. So, hey. Um, yeah, glad glad he's enjoying that. But yeah, I had a moment at, at, as I was leaving Bravo's, where you know I had had George in a hug, and I was like, you know, I had been calling him George all weekend long. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'm not just, Bravo and I don't don't just use that on the podcast, we use it as a term of affection mm-hmm. and I had to stop and take a moment and confirm. I still knew his, <laughs> his mommy name <laughs> and yeah, he, he didn't mind that, you know, I, that to me, he is George. He, he sees that. Yeah. Again, as a term of endearment as coming from a place of love. So, but yeah, I need to, <laughs> Yeah, just for my own sanity, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, I, I, it's one of those things where you have these different names and different faction, you know, fractions of your life that it's like, okay, in my the king community, I go by this. You know, in the leather scene, I'm this. You know, my pup name is this. You know, I have it with my running club. So we have, you know, it can be interesting. Or you know, I know people who uh, would have a different name that they'd go by when they go to conventions. You know, science oh, fiction because yeah. they have they put on a different persona. It's like, you know, one guy who is painfully shy, meeting him outside of conventions, he was like eye contact was not something that happened. Mm-hmm. But I never realized that because at the conventions he was sociable. He would talk to people. He had you know kind of a ringleader for stuff. I'm like, wow, okay. You know, it was a very different space for him. And as such, you know, sometimes people, yeah, do kind of develop a different persona. Yeah, I mean, I'm reminded of Claw. Um, mm. You know, you can have your mommy name on your badge. Most don't. I didn't. I was Sarah Kane that entire time. You know, at Claw 2019. Yeah, 2019, right? That was the last one. Yeah, it was somebody recognized. They were like, wait a minute, of Harry Prone Companion? I'm like, yes! 
<laughs> Thank you, listener. <laughs> um, yeah, which is why I had it. But yeah, I, you know, and yeah, people that I know through there, I only know by their persona. I, mm. I don't know, you know, I would not be able to write them a check um, for, for services rendered. Then only other thing gossip wise was a rather small sedate first Friday. Mm. Um, oh, that's right. I was party to that. You were party to that. Uh, there were kind of two things against the energy um, of this first Friday. One is that it was the first of the month. And I found that when first Friday falls actually on the first of the month, attendance isn't as good Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't think of it as the first Friday of October. You thought of it as, as the last Friday of September. Mm -hmm. Most of the week had been September up to that point. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was somebody got there before and grabbed (laughs) the regular table. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, drat it. And, there wasn't really another good place to put up the banner. Um, So yeah, I just had the banner on the table folded up. Um, But yeah, you were there. The kitty was there. Um, And kitty uh, is fun to talk to. Uh, Kitty and I I think have a lot of uh, intellectual interests in common for fandom and such. So it's always a good conversation. Yeah. You you guys hit off quite well. And yeah, maybe I will. um, hmm place an order from his from his business and have it delivered to uh to your place of business <laughs> sometime <laughs> that would work i mean it's something that if it yeah. did show up it'd be like oh okay it, you know it's 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 nothing like it, it's nothing that would you know be like raise eyebrows well it'd raise eyebrows like why is someone sending you you know a gift it's like who do you know who'd send you something <laughs> Yeah, who would send you something like that and at work? Like, well, I mean, something like that really is best at work because you've got people to share it with. I can't imagine being able yes, to use a it, whole one it, of those myself. Moderately coy, so we're not yeah. revealing yeah. you know his business. <laughs> it is something that involves food that gets delivered. So, yes. yeah. so it'd it, be like, oh, food shows up, yay! yay. It's like, that. And it's always you know, food is always nice. No, other leather people showed up. It's, uh, I mean, but I think maybe because we didn't have that table, uh, or there, but uh, I saw at least two other people in, uh, well, there's the, the very tall man with the, his kilts who often shows up. Yes. And, yes. And, but then there was someone else who came in with, uh, I think harness and all. And yeah, he was uh, there with other people. Yeah. At least a bar vest. Yeah. And then, yeah. So it's like, so it's one of those things that I do not mind that other people are trying to get in their heads that, yeah, this is the place yeah. to come to. For leather, whether or not you're sitting with the the you know our, mm-hmm. our table, no, let's let's claim this place again <laughs> for leather. It, it, even if it's just one night out of thirty, that yeah, mm-hmm. that you know that's the place where Lansing leather folk can meet and greet for yeah. um, you know multiple spellings of meat, <laughs> and then yeah, the, the amusing you know on my way out, I'm like, oh chorus member chorus member partner chorus member chorus member <laughs> they yes. took over a, a big table i'm like oh hi guys well it's not like you haven't seen me 
dressed like this before. <laughs> no, I, some of those course members I remember have come to first Fridays before, and and one of them at least we've gotten into a harness which um, looked mighty fine. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, kind kind of a quiet week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would like to talk about our favorite sponsor, Get the Butters. A Michigan-based queer and POC-owned company, maker of happy, wonderful products, uh, lubricants, and self-care items, including their new pumpkin rose and spice sugar scrub. Sugar spice and everything delicious, topped with rich, deep floral notes, leaves the skin nourished, moisturized, and even with the power of rose petals and pumpkin seed oil. You can get yourself a bottle of this lovely sugar scrub for only $17 at getthebutters.com for four ounces. Do also want to mention one important thing. So Get the Butters had, and when we talked to Jerome, um, he had been very up and happy about the new um, palm grease with CBD oil. Mm-hmm in it well his payment processor was not happy that he was selling cbd yeah ended up raising prices and a a whole bunch of unpleasantness so the palm grease can no longer be with cbd oil can no longer be found at getthebutters.com um i got he has set up a separate website for um the cbd products which where'd it go? I had it. Here it is. Get that. Get that CBD.com. Okay. Because yeah, the, the reason why is the payment processors feel that product is a lot more risky and so charge high much higher merchant fees. So he's had to split that out into two to be able to, you know, keep making money without raising yeah. the the price of all of his products exorbitantly. Well, because yeah, they were, they would up the the percentage they claim on all of his transactions, not just the CBD transaction. Exactly right. Hmm, yes, there's capitalism. Oh no, no, no. We're, this isn't a principal thing. We're not going <laughs> to not let you sell it, but we're going to make sure we make more money on it. And it's like, what risks do you really have? It's fucking CBD. That's it's, yeah. Buy, it, it, you can buy it at video stores and. You know, I my, can buy you it know, at Kroger. I mean, I know it's it's this is everywhere. They, you know, my mom gives it to her dog to calm it down. I mean, <sighs> it's like, wow, it's the payment processors and like, okay, got it. Yeah, and I mean, they're they're banks that are notoriously conservative and well, uh, my, my oh, so go ahead, yeah, sorry. Yeah, grumpy anti-camp capitalism rant. Well, rah. and I also hear that, uh, you know. The government is thinking about a digital currency, not cryptocurrency, but simply going full digital, which means they cut out the middleman of the banks. Right now, all currency has to be a physical product somewhere. And so when a bank says, oh, we need three days to process this, that's because they actually have to ship actual like cash money sometimes. Uh, a digital currency? Nope. It's not instantaneous. It's automatic. Yes, it means the government's going to know every transaction, but hey, if that means they can fill out my taxes for me, 
bonus. It's like, you know how much money I make. You know what's going on. You send me a check. I don't, I shouldn't have to fill out these forms every year. God damn it. They could fill out your taxes for you right now, but yes. Yeah. It, for reasons they don't. And, but no, we're, we're getting way off the, the topic. Yes, so, yes, um, we're, we're getting into capitalism and, and, and other, uh, other podcasts. Uh, that's, I, I heard all that from make me smart, which is a usually wonderful podcast where two people talk about lots of stuff. Um, they have, they have some areas of knowledge they don't have. Like the, the term fursona was completely new to them and very amusing. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, child. Oh, oh, because of her, <laughs> her NFT. Yeah. Back to the, the pumpkin scrub mm-hmm. ingredients include in their pumpkin seed oil, rose petals, sugar, and vitamin E instructions. Get your skin wet with warm water. Get about one uh, teaspoon to a tablespoon of scrub. Add some more water, apply directly to the area, rub into your skin, let sit for a few minutes, and then rinse. This will help to exfoliate and clean up uh, the face and any area of the body. So once again, from the Butters Hygienics Company, the Pumpkin Rose and Spice Scrub, $17. Available at getthebutters.com and use promo code HARRY for 15% off and free domestic shipping on all orders. All right. <laughs> I have to remind myself to do because yes, the beard is back. So I need some beard oil. Pulling this up here. They they have they had a new scent, uh cornucopia, but I'm not not sure if they have that in beard oil yet or if that's just as a uh uh I, just I as peruse. a perfume. So I will, we'll I will peruse the site. Yeah, yeah, they, they got all sorts of happy, fun, wonderful stuff. And hey, at the very least, you can, um, yeah, smell like, smell like a donut, like, like I do when I use the, uh, the uh, Dilf beard oil. Or if you don't care to smell like a donut, they make it in unscented. It is October. It is the spooky season. Yes. Uh, uh, one of the Halloween is coming up, which is one of the three big gay high holy days. Uh, along with Pride in the summer and then Christmas. I know, yeah, Doc, I know, is a Halloween gay. And <laughs> yeah, he 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 really likes it. He, he likes the spooky. He likes the, the decorations and the, the excuse to be fabulous um, <laughs> on this day. And I, I too love, I mean, well, I, I love Halloween for other reasons. Uh, it's a very personal reasons because it's my birthday. All right. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. But, uh, but, and because of that, I tend to not really do too much for it because I'm like, no, why would I throw a party? Let other people throw a party. <laughs> my birthday. And also I'm horrible with costumes because I coming up with an idea and then executing it. It's like, oh, that's effort. That's work. Oh, I, I I'm really lazy. Invariably, <laughs> oh. I always with a really great idea of the week, like days before when it's too much scrambling around, or like afterwards, like oh that would have been funny, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was at Meyer recently, and I saw just this rack of just really insipid couples costumes that was like this printed foam something, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, mm. a a. a a glass of milk and an Oreo cookie. And I, I'm like, 
and you have these out now. I'm like, <laughs> and and you know these were you know intentional, you know adult sized couples costumes, and I'm like, really? Maybe yeah. it's for like you know uh, straight people who want to indulge in food play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah most of them were food themed at least the ones i remembered the the leather scene is also its own form of costume it it is its own form of armor and you know like we were talking about with the names you are putting on this persona and having the boots the chaps the vest the the mirror cap the harness and all of that helps to get you in that headspace and let you feel your dom or or submit to your sub nature it can be interesting because i think it, it's different for different people but i think many people yes uh leather is simply a costume you know they it's something they throw on for special events and maybe isn't truly you know who they are they they, they enjoy the accessories they enjoy the attention but you know for them that yeah a costume whereas others i can picture it being more like a uniform that shows something that's more true to themselves. I think there's quite a few leather people who are like, no, 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 I dress down because I can't wear, you know, my right. full regalia to work, but this is who I truly am. So, so yeah, it's, it's yeah. interesting because I'm sure there's all that whole variety of people who are like, nope, this is just, these are just accessories I wear and it's fun. And then to people who are, no, this expresses who I actually am. And yeah, it can, you know, and, but, you know, from the surface, you you maybe can't really tell because you, know, yeah. you see two guys in leather at the bar. It's like, okay, yeah. which which of these is wearing a costume, so to speak? Right. So it, it's the, you know, you, you have the the two types. You have the Spider-Man mm-hmm. or, or, or let's say the, the Iron Man, the one who has the normal life and puts on the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, to to be super to to be extra kinky and then you have the clark kent's and superman the the ones who are putting on the, the you know feel that they're putting on the costume and bringing it down each day when they go to work at you know at working at an accounting job or there are psychological papers to be written on that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. is Bruce Wayne the real person pretending to be Batman, or is it really Batman who just pretends to be Bruce Wayne? Uh, it, like, well, in his case, he was born Bruce Wayne. Right. So that's like, you know, Clark Kent is definitely an alias. I mean, the, the, yes. I mean not even human. Well, but <laughs> Cal yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's this persona he adopted yeah. from 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 birth. I mean, well, he was, yeah, yeah, he was from, adopted from early. shortly after birth. Yeah. So um, so I Clark Kent's probably a bit more of a yeah, yeah, or <laughs> more real. But well, and yeah, I, I've also heard that uh, that comparison as to about introduction to kink um, that you have the Spider Man who had the radioactive spider bite into kink. They had this moment that you know, uh, open your eyes, or you had the uh, yeah the the Superman that. No, I I was born kinky, <laughs> it, or or, or slowly like yeah. or slowly went into it. It's like they do have that introduction to kink that just doesn't take. It's like, oh yeah, this is fun, but over time they grow into it. Yeah. You know, like oh oh, it's fun to put on a harness at the bar. I get some attention. Cool, cool, cool. But no, this is you know I don't need to go to IML next time it comes up. But then the more people they encounter, the more attention they get. The more other people in the community 
mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I guess, you know, you know, maybe even this doesn't really even do anything for me sexually or kinky wise, but I like the people I'm associating with and I have fun yeah. with them. And it's what they do and they're big into it. So, so then you get more into it because they're into it. And right. so I think it's sometimes not full blooming immediately. It's just something you grow into. And it's like, it's only then you have a whole bunch of leather accessories or latex <laughs> accessories or, or, or yeah, yeah, latex or, and you know, with latex or spandex um, more so than leather, there is the tactile um, mm-hmm. experience of it. You know, uh, I I have my latex uh, suit that I haven't even tried to get into since the before times because, um, mm-hmm. you know, I put on my COVID 30, 35 uh, <laughs> rubber stretches, but only so much. But mm-hmm. yeah, that there's a definite tactile sensation of the rubber that squeeze that slickness. And, you know, similar with the Zentai suit and the feeling of the spandex and that full coverage um, is, you know. And also just the, the, the enclosure of it. The yes. Warm fitting, the, the it, you know, kind of like weighted blankets or things like that, that, that just kind of full body hug of, well, I imagine it's like bondage or mummification in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's that, that feeling of something encasing you. Yeah, that... Yeah, the, there is that that definite squeeze. It is kind of mummification light because I had done mummification and, and the plastic and duct tape wrap before I ever even got into latex for the first time. Um, and yeah, it's that same squeeze and that same, well, and that same buildup of sweat and oils uh, against your skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with, with the latex, at least the latex I have, um, you know, I only have it as you know boxer shorts and yeah i think i've got an a a uh a line neck on it so mm-hmm. my joints are free so i'm you know able to move around much more easily than if i was you know completely wrapped up but you know that that can be part of the appeal too of you know the full coverage is that you don't have your full range of motion mm-hmm. um, but the also thing is the accessibility uh you know, leather, some things, if you know where to shop and, you know, with online stuff, it's much more accessible mm-hmm. and you can look, but you still might want to you know, be able to try it on first. But, you know, this is the season for going into the, you know, Halloween city stores and, or party city or, or just, you know, no Halloween USA. That's the thing. Yeah. Halloween uh, USA and spirit Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. That pop up because you can find a lot of things that are, you know, maybe the quality isn't as great as Mr. S definitely, mm-hmm. but there's stuff, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's always the goth or the, you know, the, the, the punk, uh, area where it's like, there's some faux leather accessories, uh, you know, the, the fake gas masks, uh, mm-hmm. there. And also, you know, talking about, you know, Zentai, yeah, they've had the body suits there and a lot of them are, you know, superhero or patterns or just plain colors. And it's kind of an easy access for people to kind of try something that they may be curious about. And it's like, oh, well, oh. this is just a costume I'm buying. You know, uh-huh. this, sure. This, this Spider-Man outfit I'm buying. No, I'm, I'm not going to be wearing it with, you know, no underwear to get off on. And yeah, you know, have, and yeah, no. Yeah, no. That, yeah, no. The, these fishnets and feather boa and, and 
corset. Yeah, no, no, there, there's nothing sexual about those at all. <laughs> and, so it, it ways, yeah. yeah, it's trying on a different persona and get to play it. And it's like, okay, and that's going to be fun itself. But also it sometimes will tap into maybe a deeper part of you that you haven't explored. It's not just something you put on for the surface for the thing. You're actually connecting with something deeper that you haven't really dealt with yet or explored yeah and and halloween gives you that safe space and you know it becomes socially acceptable you know in that that time and space to be somebody else to you know to you know put on the wig and the heels and try your best at a drag makeup tutorial and see how you look it you know uh all all femme you know, in full femme mode, and like, huh, that's interesting. Should have shaved my beard. <laughs> well, and also, you know, I, I, I picture not so much now because it's much, there's so much more on the surface and in media where you can figure this out. But for a lot of people, for just body issues, uh, you've, I think, for, you know, people, uh, for many women of a certain generation, uh, Halloween was their first step toward embracing their transness it's like well yeah yeah i'm a dude but yeah oh yeah no i'm gonna dress up in this and oh wow this actually is this something is clicking here and then after much more thinking about it and realizing it's like okay yep this this is something i mean nowadays i think it's it's still hard but there's more visibility and more paths that have been created for people to figure out to get to where they need to be, who they are. Once upon a time, yeah, just dressing up and do let's pretend around Halloween was the only kind of way of doing that at first. And then it's like, oh, shoot. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this clicks something in me. And we can't talk about Halloween without talking about the mistress of the dark. Um, oh, yes. Our what oh. wonderful gay icon and even more even more of a gay icon now cassandra peterson better known to many as elvira mistress of the dark who has been in a relationship with a woman for 19 years and i'm like yes wonderful that's beautiful <laughs> now did that come yeah. out in her book yes that it- yeah that that came out in her memoirs and okay. you know and she was concerned and, and not without reason that her being public with her relationship would affect her brand Um, because you know there's not there's not a lot of distance between the Elvira persona at at least in public between the Elvira persona and uh, Cassandra Peterson and you know Elvira is you know this very you know vampy very sexual character and you know plays towards you know, adolescent male fantasy, intentionally so. And, mm. you know, she has realized the power of that and used it to make a lot of money and, hey, more power to her uh, for that. Uh, but, yeah, she she was concerned. But, yeah, her uh, yeah her wife had, you know, gone on tours with her as, you know, her assistant. And, you know, they've been spotted in public together. But it's only now that, like, yeah, we've been in a romantic relationship for, 19 years and i'm like hey yes this is <laughs> even more of a wonderful 
gay icon. And oh, the, the most amusing, I think, uh, meme or thing I heard about it is like, yes, we all have to applaud her for, you know, finally coming out and being able to be herself and having that. But, oh, my gosh, we need to give props to her partner who for, you know, nearly 20 years has had to keep quiet that I'm dating Elvira. <laughs> So it's it's like yeah, I give some props to yeah, yeah that. yes, no, much much respect to to the partner whose name I I forget at the moment. I I don't know if that was even shared in the announcement, but um, but yeah, to to keep that secret that you know you are you know one of one of the most famous sex symbols uh, of the era and. She's so, all so yours, ha- and you can't so, tell anybody. <laughs> so if Halloween were not gay enough, it's like yes, yes, we, it we've just made it a bit more and claimed just- a bit more of it for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. So uh, go go big, go wild this Halloween. Try try on a new persona, see how it fits you. If mm-hmm. it doesn't, eh, it, it's one night. If it does, well. Perhaps you've made a wonderful discovery. And, you know, if there's been something that is kind of been itching your mind of, you know, some sort of kink thing, it's like, hey, Halloween's the time to do that. Yep. Yeah. As long as you're not just the skinny gay boy who thinks that Speedos are a costume. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it appreciates, but it's like, at least have some accessory or something. Yeah. Have, have some fake gold medals, right? Have the... Uh, the uh, push through mustache. Go, go as Mark Spitz, and have everybody your own age go. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th- that's the thing. It's like, yeah, but I, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like, hey, do you, do you need an excuse to go scantily clad? Because yeah, there's always the, the, you know, the sexy version. Well, that's it too. It's, it's also a time to let your inner slut fly. And oh yeah. Just, you know, just show as much skin as you can get away with and it's pretty much socially acceptable i mean yeah i mean you always have these sexy versions of all the professions which you know more fine it's like you know sexuality and sluttiness yes i think that's i just hate it when it seems like there's sexy versions of these things for kids yeah and it's like what uh, what is, is it a real ad or is this a mock-up i hope it was a parody yeah. but oh god no please no yeah no we i i don't need i don't need sexy school teacher <laughs> being worn by a third grader nope nope uh, yeah nope. no 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 uh-uh. nope <laughs> all right uh crafting no it work has been kicking my butt um mm. So I haven't been able to get back into the knitting. I need to. I've made promises about it. But yeah, it's. Uh, I'm still yeah. working on my crocheted hat, which is unfortunate because the teacher at the yarn store I go to, who I um, was also offering the Scranny Squares class that mm-hmm. met this weekend and next weekend. And I'm like, I if I haven't worked on the hat, I shouldn't take another class, which I also feel very bad about because well, I hope Disney's not listening, but they're also doing a Baby Yoda class. Um, not little the little tiny amiguri ones, but uh, like more of a doll sized, you know, maybe life sized. You know, well, right, puppet sized. He's actually Gorgu, yeah, or the child, not the baby child. 
Uh, but uh, so that's the, the they found a pattern and they're going to offer a class in that. And that was kind of at my end, like, oh, you should do this. But I was thinking a little Amaguri little figures yeah you, you were thinking like doll. five yeah five six inches. So i feel bad about that one it's like she goes well you really should have the granny square class before that and yes yeah so the trouble is that i'm i'm just behind my friend is taking it she had a lovely picture of like yay um my assistant is so happy i'm taking a class and it shows her cat like playing with a ball <laughs> of yarn and it's like okay you go uh the uh so yeah but uh i did uh take part i think i I don't think I've recorded since. Uh, there was a uh, bunch of middle uh, Michigan, mid-Michigan yarn shops had done a thing where you get a passport and you go to each shop and you get a stamp and there's mm-hmm. special stuff. I did that uh, with a friend. Uh, we hit five stop, five stores in one day. And uh, it was, uh, so I, I saw lots of stuff and it kind of reinstilled the idea. Like, it's like, yes, I need to be doing textile fabric crafts again and there's many others i haven't even explored um embroidery there's some mm-hmm. well one of the shops we went to had a lovely selection of embroidery projects that were like down with the patriarchy or you know would list pronouns and it was kind of like <laughs> yes I like um that was the spun uh the store the yarn shop in ann arbor of course ann arbor of course uh, the only, and uh, you know, each shop was, uh, there was one that was very, like, we got to it and the sign said, oh, no, you don't need to wear a mask in this store unless you want to. And I'm like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. you're the opposite of the spun store. You are uh, the, the, also it's in a very conservative town and we're like, yeah. And it was also the creepiest. I mean, honestly, talking about Halloween, you're in this very enclosed space that like the, their aisles are very winding and this one kind of winds in on itself. You get to the end, and there's this child mannequin just sitting there in the corner. And it's like, okay, this is fucking horror show time. It's like, what the hell? And it's like, and I, I think the shopkeeper was kind of annoyed that we were calling it creepy. And it's like, I'm sorry, but yeah. you know, this. Well, this uh, why did you do that? <laughs> well, and you know, sticks and strings is a little oddly laid out itself, mm-hmm. but yeah, there, there's it's a, no, it's a house. It's a house. It, they've converted. It, it, it's a converted house, but yeah, I don't recall there being any, uh, creepy dolls holding scissors. Uh, <laughs> there. There scissors, but it was just creepy enough. No, but it's funny because then of course, because six sticks and strings is my kind of home shop and I know the owners there, you know, I went back and reported on all these stores. Like, okay, this one was really nice. This one was super creepy. And they're like to the creepy one with that was kind of conservative. They're like, yeah, of our circle, she's the one who's probably the most interest. They they, they didn't want to trash interesting, but you can tell that they're like. <laughs> they said, ironically, we have a lot of people saying that they didn't like the Ann Arbor store. I'm like, oh, I could oh. see that. I loved it because. Oh, yeah. Of that, but uh, I could see if you have a bit more of a conservative clientele that they would go in there and say, "Oh, what's this about?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's I, okay. and and that you know that is the stereotype of knitters and and you know crocheters and such that it is an older, more conservative crowd that that would do it. But yeah, um, but yeah, so, I, yeah, so I saw those projects and I thought embroidery. I think I, I think I need to do embroidery. It's like, I love the idea of just, you know, stabbing something with a needle repeatedly. Well, that's also felting, which I have also yeah. done. Yeah. No, my, uh, my ex was 
very big into it. He, he's the one who taught me how to knit and crochet, but he was also very big on uh, cross stitch. Mm. And he, he had just around the house, just these collection of peanuts inspired, uh, well, licensed peanuts, cross stitches mm -hmm. um, that he had done. And, you know, one of them was yeah you know, on the baseball diamond. Um, and yeah, he, you know, it's kind of like paint by numbers, but you know, mm -hmm. he, he was, he was better at it than I was and could stay focused on it. So hey, more I, power I, to him. I think I had a really beautiful piece that I started, but then it started getting knotted or confusing in the back. And then I think I'm pretty sure it just abandoned it, but maybe, maybe try and find the box that's hidden in and get re reviving it. Cause I think I made a couple mistakes, but you know, it's a couple pixels in a whole picture. It's like, no one's really going to notice. Yeah. All right. And upcoming events. Um, DBC in exile is mm -hmm. going to be next Sunday uh, in the afternoon. Uh, I'm going to be going, uh, I'll probably be taking Bravo, uh, with me. Um, yeah, Bravo has asked that he be tied up with some rope, which, you know, I'm not very good at, but the, no, yes. the, the host of that event is quite good, um, at that. Yes, so yes. my, oh, yes, was not you not being good with rope. My, <laughs> oh, yes, was like remembering that. Yes. Certain people at that event are very, good are, ve are very good with rope, uh, so yeah, it's just so yeah. Hopefully, uh, Bravo will get to experience some quality rope work um, with that, and will report back. Um, mm -hmm. No word on the actual Detroit Bondage Club, um, but yeah. Other than what I heard last time I was uh, at the Exile event, which I missed the last one of that. Um, yeah, so hopefully that will be coming back soon. Uh, got Claw. And uh, Mr. International Rubber uh, coming up end of November. Uh, yeah, I won't be going to those. I do not have. I always, you know, with Veritas passing and all of the cast, th there was no way I was going to L.A. for for Claw West. Yeah, that that wasn't happening. But I was on the fence for Mr. International Rubber. But I'm like. Yeah. That's Chicago, right? Yeah, that's Chicago. Yep. And yeah, maybe if things were a little, you know, if the numbers were a lot lower, I'd consider it. But also, well, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's like I'm there's uh, I'd be curious. Oh, because next weekend there's a furry con going on in Ypsilanti. And it was like, ooh, you know, I and I just seen uh, some people that uh, uh, someone in other areas of the community had mentioned on Twitter or maybe Facebook that they were going to hit it up for their first time. And I was like, Oh, cool. It's, you know, some, someone else I, I would know there, that would be cool. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, mm, it's a lot of it's scheduling, but it's also like, yeah, I'm not, I don't feel yeah. like doing like, there's so much going on that weekend. And it's funny because it's happening at the hotel that the gaming convention I go to in November happens at, but we just got the announcement that the, turn the gaming convention in November into only online, which makes me remember I have to cancel my room <laughs> at the hotel. <laughs> or, uh, or but, you know, it's still too soon. It's yeah. like there's, like, for me, um, I don't, yeah, certain events, it's like I even feel kind of itchy going to the bar uh, for a smaller yeah. gathering. Uh, so, yeah, I think this year is still, even if things are happening, on I, it's the year for me just not to do stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see. But you know, I'm thinking at, at least at a at a fur convention, a lot of people would be masked up, or at least would not be you know philosophically opposed to wearing masks. I, I, I think a fursuit head would probably keep out. You know, would probably stop any a uh, lot of uh, droplets right. or just casual stuff going being. But but a lot of the uh, goers, I mean, fursuiters are a part of it. But right, but it's not the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, I I can also just imagine that there would be some very artistic um, cloth. Uh, masks uh, mm -hmm. both you know being worn and probably for sale in the vendor mart like pr probably a whole no, bunch no, of those the, yeah pre-covid days uh there was a uh you know again just how casual i was about going out in public sick um i had a scratchy throat and was not feeling 100 percent when i went to one and one of my first purchases was buying a mask it's like okay i'm just gonna wear this mask mm -hmm. you know you know i had a I think some animal face on it or something, or I think it maybe had biohazard symbol on it. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> so I bought it. And then it's funny because I'm like, eh, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I, it feels weird to be wearing this, you know, it's just a mask over my face, um, even at this event. And, you know, I, I ditched it early on because I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm fine. And it's like, so, you know, spreading my, you know, common cold or virus everywhere to people. And it's like, you know, but we just, didn't think about things back like that back yeah. then. Also, it's the cold, so not as likely to put someone in a hospital. Yeah, and well, and it, you know, it's commonly, you know, con crud mm -hmm. is a commonly accepted thing. You know that yeah. you are probably going to get, you know, some something. some form of yeah, get something anytime you go to one of these conventions. And but yeah, I know that, like when I go to, you know, Claw Twenty Two, assuming that happens. You know, no, I'll be masked up in the public areas. Um, well, and also I'm yeah. hoping that even after, you know, years down the line when we've kind of, you know, worked this out, that it becomes common practice that if you are sick or scratchy or not feeling 100% and you're still going to do something, go going to work, go shopping, all that, you mask up. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have the sniffles today. I think I have a cold or something minor you mask up to protect other people from even that minor thing, because yep. that, you know, that would be a nice, you know, a nice takeaway from this whole situation. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. And on that happy note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to sir.arcane at harrybrone.com or lansing.mike at harrybrone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Sirs of Paris, Gage, and Linoleum Knife. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night. <laughs>